The Graveyard The Airbnb write-up hadn't mentioned the graveyard. Over 100 pics of the lovely seafront cottage and its picturesque views of Dead Man's Bay and the mighty Atlantic beyond, but not a single shot of the ancient cemetery right next door. The Smiths arrived last night, after dark, a 10-hour drive from Jersey to this cozy cottage on the craggy Maine coast. Mom, Dad, Jack, and his little twin sisters. And, of course, Max, their faithful hound. Jack, as always, a bubbling fountain of energy and curiosity, is up and at it early, ready to go, eager to explore. Max, too, ready to roll. All these new smells have the hound half out of his mind. They're at the front door, chafing at the bit. Hang on, Jack, calls his father, John, from the first floor bedroom. I'll be with you in a second. Just let me pull some clothes on. So cool, says Jack, as they step out onto the front stoop and take in the wild, otherworldly scenery, the rolling hills down to the bay, the islands shrouded in fog, the ocean stretching far off to the horizon. Max races around the yard, sniffing and peeing every two feet, laying claim to this fresh piece of real estate. A squirrel, or maybe a rabbit, grabs his attention and off he scampers straight into the graveyard. Jack and his dad follow. The cemetery occupies steep, hilly ground. All land rolls down to the sea, nothing flat till you reach the water several hundred feet below. Ancient gravestones, some dating back to the 1700s. Isaiah Cole, born January 8, 1796, died September 15, 1852. Alice Courtright Conrad, wife of Michael Conrad, born June 1, 1788, died December 22, 1837. Ground hog holes everywhere. Watch your step, Paul's dad, you'll bust an ankle. Max, close to madness, races from hole to hole, pushing his snout deep into each one, eager for an encounter with the musty-smelling beast that lies within. Dad, calls Jack, look at this one. This kid only lived a week. How can you only live a week? Baby Henry Aller, born November 28, 1841, died December 7. 1841. Ah, lots of infant mortality back in those days, says Dad. What's infant mortality, asks Jack. Early death, explains Dad. Lots of infections and diseases back in those days could take you away long before you reached adulthood. Take you away, asks Jack. You mean like, like, like kill you? Yep. But, but, but nothing like that kills us anymore, right? I mean, I mean, like, like now we live forever. Dad laughs. Well, let's just say it's a whole lot more likely you'll live to a ripe old age. 
Jack looks concerned until his attention gets diverted. Look at this, he says excitedly. Whole family died on the same day. Moses Craig, born April 22, 1828. Hannah Henderson Craig, born June 27, 1831. Rachel Craig, born January 7, 1852. Horace Craig, born August 24, 1853. Barton Craig, born February 2, 1855. All died December 31, 1859. Well, now that, says Dad, is a tragedy. What do you think happened? Hard to say, son. Could have been a cholera outbreak, or maybe some swamp fever, maybe a house fire. Who knows? Well, well, we're not going to die of any of that stuff, are we? Nope. Good, because, you know, I, I, I'm kind of afraid of death. How so, son? I, I, I don't know. It's like... It's like starting a new school year or going off to camp or, or, or like lying awake in the dark at night, the unknown. I mean, d- death is like the unknown. It's spooky. Dang, Jack, says Dad. That's some heavy stuff for a 10-year-old. Uh, I'm not 10 yet, Dad. Not till tomorrow. Right, says Dad. They circle through the hilly graveyard and start to make their way back to the cottage where they can see Mom standing on the front stoop, waving. Max is already back at the cottage. At the sight of Mom, the hound knows breakfast will soon be in his bowl. Come on, Jack, says Dad. I need coffee. Jack follows, but soon stops, and stares at a small gravestone covered with moss and half toppled over. Jack stares and stares. His father stops and turns around. What? What what is it, Jack? Jack swallows hard. He points at the gravestone. His hand shakes. Dad retreats and takes a look. Jack Smith, born July 4, 1910, died July 4, 1920, age 10 years. They both stare, father and son. Well, now that, says Dad after a time, is a hell of a coincidence. One hundred years ago to the day. Tomorrow's the 4th of July, Dad, says Jack, softly. Am I going to die tomorrow? On my birthday? My 10th birthday? Just like, just like this Jack Smith did? And he points again at the old stone. Oh, good God, no, says Dad, slightly freaked out, but doing an excellent job of covering it up. You know, you're not, you're, you're not really even Jack. That's just your nickname. You're John, John Smith, after your old man, after me, John Smith Jr. We just call you Jack so people don't get us mixed up. I think, says Jack, even quieter now, I think I'm going to die tomorrow, on my birthday, of that infant mortality thing, or that cholera, or maybe swamp fever, or a fire, something. Dad puts his arm around his son and assures him all will be well. Tells Jack he's going to live a long and happy and productive life. That night, Jack goes to bed with a stomachache, a bad stomachache, bent double and all balled up inside. 
Dad says it's nothing. Just the lobster roll and the ice cream sundae, the cotton candy and the 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola. But in the morning, Jack has a fever, 103, burning up. Is it, is it, is it swamp fever, Dad? Jack asks in a voice so soft, John Smith has to press his ear against his son's lips to hear. All morning long, the boy vomits and sweats and practically hallucinates all while telling his parents every few seconds he knows he's going to die. My death, he whispers, has been foretold by the gravestone in the graveyard. Later, he mutters through dry, cracked lips, I don't want to be here when I die. And still later, his voice stronger now. Ten-year-old Jack Smith says, Live well today because you have no idea what's coming tomorrow. By late afternoon, Jack is up and back at it, bounding down the hill to the water's edge, splashing in the shallows with Max, shouting and laughing and skipping stones across Dead Man's Bay, looking forward to hamburgers on the grill and chocolate cake with buttercream icing and finally fireworks to celebrate his 10th birthday.